episode, we talk about improving your D&D experience using available social media and other free online tools. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Stupid, mindless band. There will definitely be some that. That's probably our best. That, that's, that's, our, that's our best. Our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at Dragonflight. Dot org. Now back to our show. Hey geeks, welcome to Geeks of Cascadio episode 40. I am your host, Blue Samurai, and I am with... I'm Doug. And I'm the one that is not Doug. Still Paul. I'm still Paul. Yes, and uh, in this episode we've got a, uh, behind, a segment called, our reoccurring segment that comes on once in a while I think, yeah. but it's called Behind the... DM screen where we talk about how we incorporate devices and social media um, products out there into your D&D game uh, at a very low cost or no cost because I know a lot of folks, well not a lot, but some people use uh, various programs out there. D20 I think is one. Roll20. Roll20, sorry Roll20, I don't know why I say that. Uh, Isn't there another fantasy fairgrounds or there's there's a couple of them. There are. There are a few, yeah. But they all cost money. And so what we're going to do is kind of tell you uh, there's there's tools out there to use without spending a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, we incorporate, you know, Google Drive and Facebook. Um, we've got a Discord server running for my group. Oh, that's right. That's that right. we do party chat, and we've got a play-by-text game. Uh, right now we're going cool. through uh, the Acme Warehouse oh, that's as, cool. as the setting. So, that's yeah. cool. I am playing as Quail Man. Quail Man awesome. from Doug right. the TV show. Okay. Quail's delicious. Yeah. And and so, <laughs> thank you, Paul. By the way, we are we are talking right after uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, and it's Apple Cup Day. It is Apple, Apple Cup, Cup Day, Day where and some of us are where really, my Huskies because yes. that's where I graduated from. Some of us are Doug. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. Playing against my Cougs. Yeah. Because that's where I graduated from. It's in um, it's in Pullman this year. It is in Pullman. Yeah. Burr. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> actually the charter bus carrying the UW band. Yes, overturned on I ninety last night. Oh, geez. And the good thing is everyone nobody was okay. Got hurt. Yes, yeah. nobody got hurt, so we're we're glad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go into that segment, let's uh, find out what's going on in uh, convention news. Convention Paul? news. Let's talk about that. Okay. Um, well, um, it's been a couple of weeks. We're a little bit behind, um, but um, I'm sure you know, symposium got canceled. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that, that was supposed to be October 26th through 28th um, in Seattle. Unfortunately, I guess they, they didn't sell enough tickets. Um, so they had to cancel that. Um, they're going to try next year, I guess, is what I get from reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's too bad. Uh, also, we've got coming up very soon a w- wonderful weekend of wizardry, um, the Harry Potter-themed con in Tacoma on December 6th through 9th. Mm. It looks like it's a lot of fun. they got special guests. Don't tell my roommate. Don't tell his roommate. Um, also coming up, um, Geekcraft Expo. And that is the wrong one. It disappeared on me. Seattle. Go back to Seattle. 
Yeah, I feel like there was one this weekend. There, it's. But it's not called Geekcraft. It was something else. And oh well, that went away. Up oh, here we go, Seattle. Um, come on, machine. November twenty fourth and twenty fifth. What's happening right now? So that is this right. weekend. Yeah, <laughs> don't go to that one. I was looking at the wrong dates because I was looking at the wrong city. Right. Uh, anyway, it's, I bet that was cool. So Twin Cities <laughs> is in April. Twin Cities is that's the out. one we were looking at. Yes, and for people who are sad about losing Symposium, there is still um, the Brass Screw Confederacy that happens in um, Port Townsend, but doesn't happen until June. Looks like this is, this is going to be their seventh year. Is that like a steampunky? It's a steampunky thing? thing. Yeah. Okay. Very, I've never been to a cool steampunk looking. con. I have uh, not either. I mean, is it just people dressed in Victorian wear and a little bit? Um, Have you been to one? No. Oh, okay. But I can look at the pictures and see. I know somewhat about the whole steampunk culture, so. No, I do too. I just haven't been to a convention, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, Paul. So that looks like fun. Also, coming up in January. We have OrcaCon. Which has not been canceled. Which has not been canceled. Yes, That's sweet. Me in Bellevue at the Hilton, January 11th, 12th, and 13th. We will all be there. We will all be there. And I'll be there sometimes, yeah. Are you, uh, you going to be storming it up? Are you uh, uh, I might be. Okay. We'll see what happens. I know Games Plus will be there. Yes, we will be there. You just got to convince the boss to schedule you or something? Or? Something like that. Okay. He, he walked out just as soon as we <laughs> said it, so... I'll talk to him about did it. Not work. Which, by the way, uh, just take a moment here. We are broadcasting live from Games Plus. From the past. Like, yeah, from, yes. <laughs> yeah. Games Plus, like since Washington, very cool. That's right. All right, sorry, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, get your badges now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's We're going to have them probably available at the door. Um, but sometime during... December is when we cut off the badge sales. Usually it's the day after Christmas, I think. Yeah, we're, and we're getting a lot of sales. Yeah, there's going to be a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, there's, there. there's, there's always a lot of sales in December. Mm-hmm. So, and check it out at orcacon.org. Uh, we got a lot of great guests coming up. Great guests, um, and we got lots of great food trucks. So yes. Real quick sampling. We got mm-hmm. which came first in the morning. It's a um, egg um, sandwich breakfast sandwich sort of food truck. Um, Viking dog. Where you at, Matt? Beanfish mm-hmm. off the res. Everyone was asking about off the res again. Um, Wicked Good Grinders, uh, It's Bow Time is coming on in a couple days, Napkin Friends is coming back, so it's, it's, okay. it's, we're going to have some definitely good eats. That's oh, good, and uh, the not only will Games Plus be there, and hopefully Doug will be there, but I believe Around the Table will be there, uh-huh. uh, there'll be some artists yep. that'll be there, um, and some cra- I think we'll have a crafter, right? We usually have one or two people that are doing crafts and stuff that usually show up to those things, so we'll uh-huh great dealer's room yeah so uh check it out uh we'll be seeing you there now let's go on to maybe do you get any more con news well I'm, I'm out of con news okay well why don't we go to tabletop gaming news and we'll go to kickstarter news okay, after that cool. so uh on the uh the news front on tabletop games we got keyforge deck contains un- unfortunate words doug do you know anything about this I know some things about this there's been a lot of talk uh on the board game subreddit and on board game geek for the keyforge uh, page, but no one has any examples yet. No one's found them because mm-hmm. all of the decks are procedurally generated uh, for their lists as well as their names. So you could end up with some unfortunate named decks. I don't know what they are. No one has examples, but I have some of my decks here. Like I have the Ferocious Archivist, not that bad. Uh, 9Z, the Attractive Repository Tanner. So. It's, okay. it's definitely random. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. It's, they just it's throw strange. words? From what, I, from what I've heard, yeah. Like, I have Mastermind You, Poison Eek. 
Do you think so. that uh, they were maybe are these computer generated and so that maybe there was an obscene thing that I they think didn't, yeah there's there's some expect? obscene things that are probably printed that they're finding out now about them is it possible someone actually bought some of those yeah um what they're doing is because there's the the master vault app that you can do on your phone or go to their website that you can register the deck to see if it's one of those obscene named decks and if it is they will basically tell you, hey, we need you to ship that back, but we're going to ship you two decks mm -hmm. in return. Oh. But so, if you were to have it, it might be worth something, don't you It think? could be worth something to people that want to collect them. <laughs> I know that prices for individual decks online are going for somewhat obscene amounts of dollars. That is crazy. Have you have anyone, anyone come to your store to try to sell them? Or? No, not yet. No. We've just been selling the decks and the few starters that we've been able to get, like... Alliance is out of starters. Fancy Flight is out online, so that's definitely one that they kind of underproduced. But we've got the individual decks here. I know they're still in stock at some places. So. Well, speaking of uh, collectible card games and selling things, on the news I just heard is unopened box of 1999 Pokemon cards sells for fifty-six thousand dollars. Wow, that is insane. Wow, why would anyone do that? It's I don't just know. nuts. Nostalgia. I mean, it is first edition, looking at the article yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So that could have something to do with it. My brother actually found the first pack that he opened. He opened a Charizard from it, and it's a Shadowless Charizard. So that was going for at least three or $400 wow. online. So so I, I still have um, my old collectible card game of uh, Star Trek. I still have those. Um, I've got some pretty, pretty good uh, rares. But I haven't. I really haven't done anything other than their plastic seals and all that. And I have two unopened box. I don't know if you remember, but there was a Star Wars collectible card game. Came out for the prequels. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I got them in the '90s. Okay. <laughs> They're a while ago. <laughs> yeah. They're two unopened. I was box. alive then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That makes me feel great. Um, but there's two unopened box, uh, and I haven't done anything with them. And but the one thing that I'm really sad about is. I had a huge, I had a pretty good magic collection. In fact, I had two boxes of legends, and those all got stolen. I'm really sad I about heard that. The story, yeah. yeah, I know because I, it makes me sad. <laughs> I have to share my pain, but uh, I know that there is a market out there. But we're going too much into that. Uh, I'll, I'll swear on the news that those of you that like playing Gloomhaven is coming to video games soon. I know there's that trend where tabletop games are turning into video games. How big uh, of a box is that going to come in? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> great, this big, big, great big box. <laughs> right. no, it's, it's how many CDs do you have to use? Because uh, I remember D two, you had like four different discs. Mm -hmm. Well, and what's really cool is the new Assassin's Creed. But this is going in reverse, where you uh -huh. have a video game turning into a board game. Yeah. So Assassin's Creed um, board games coming up with miniatures. I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's something that you could use in your D and D or Pathfinder thing. Sure. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, anything else in the news? Um, I'm just looking in here, but uh, I mean, back to Gloomhaven, their yeah. expansion is coming out in the next few weeks. Oh, to add new scenarios and things okay. like that. So cool. Be on the lookout for that. Have you seen? I think it came out just recently, but there's the Axis and Allies and Zombies. Yeah, I I saw that. I haven't read too much into it. I mean, I like Axis and Allies, like, and Zombies are interesting, but I don't. 
That's yeah. I don't know if I could. I would buy something like that. I I have bought just about every Axis Dallas game <laughs> there is. I don't know if I'd buy that or not, but it seems interesting. Yeah, that came out, and uh, Betrayal Legacy just came out. Mm -hmm. We were looking at an article on that. Uh, so yeah. Oh, cool. pretty good thing. And D and D products. What came out about two weeks ago, a week ago? Is We've it, got uh, the what is it called? Uh, Dungeon of the Mad Mage. That's right, Dungeon of the Mad Mage. And the special edition holiday set. Which is the mm -hmm. collection of alternate artwork covers mm -hmm. for the core books as well as alternate cover for the DM screen. Right. And if you should, go down to your local uh, game store and pick those up. Yeah, we've got a few left. And right now, Paul and I are playing the, the I guess, the campaign before that one, which is uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Very fun. And, and we, I just started that a couple weeks ago. We just got done with our first mission. Uh huh. And then he's talking about doing a little bit of downtime. We got our, we got our tavern. We own a tavern. All of a sudden, uh, we own a tavern. Not we sure haven't decided what, what we're, we're going to do. We're horrible what business we're gonna do people, with it. So yeah. we don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, I was talking to another player. We, we're, we're afraid that some people will, will want to run the tavern, and some people people will not want to run the tavern. <laughs> so, okay. I think there's a way to do this, but yeah, I don't quite figure it out. We're going to figure something out. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, we can't, just, we can't just make it into our hangout. Because I, I was reading the um, kind of the water deep, you were cheating? No, 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 no. He, Steve gave it out. In fact, every DM is supposed to give every player like the the rule, the codex. Yeah, the code legal. Yeah, the code legal of Waterdeep. And in there, it talks about taxes. Uh, so if you mm -hmm. don't do anything, you're just going to be paying taxes. And then you're going to have to sell it, right? Yeah, something. <laughs> something, right? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure out something about that. But it seems really fun. But after we're done with that, we'll be going to, uh, um, what was that? The Dungeon Mad of the Bad Mage. Dungeon of the Bad Mage. Jeez, Mage. I've been wanting to do that. So, Kickstarter news, Paul. Kickstarter news. Um, we have a really cool thing for your role-playing game called this, uh, the relaunch of Tower of Holding. It's a it's a it's a dice roller. It, mm -hmm. It's got dice. It's got hit point counters. It's got spaces for um, holding your um, spell cards, and it's everything all combined into one little box. So it's kind of neat. That's cool. Not bad. And also, um, how much are they going for? That is going for, for the base one. The base one's thirty, 30 bucks. No, that's early bird. Thirty-five now for the base one. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Apparently they've done it before, so and they've been successful. And also, I was looking at this thing that's not loading. I'll wait for that to load. And far away by Trafic Games got fully funded, so that looks like I'm looking forward to getting that when that comes out. And uh, I survived a horror movie. It's a card game. I love card games. I like simple, fun card games. Not like big boxes with a bunch of little pieces. Um, so that looks really cool. Um, it's about surviving a horror movie. Um, and that is uh, probably not going to make it. <laughs> Never mind. They've <laughs> <laughs> got 13 days to go. Their goal is um, 2500 bucks, and they've got 258 pledged. So I guess it's just me who likes card games. Well, you know, <laughs> usually it's the last, like, week or oh, so they're, sometimes they're, they're halfway through <laughs> well, yeah. well, that's, that's true there's one I found uh, like last month that finally actually came to Kickstarter it's from Punga Miniatures they have what they're calling canatars which are canine centaur creatures um, it's very there the artwork looks nice the sculpts look really good I was showing Paul earlier but it has funded there's uh, about 12 days left as of recording right now and they've unlocked uh, cat centaurs as well as well as some other miniatures 
uh, a deck of the stat cards for them as well. So cool. Something to ch definitely check out. Very cool. If you're interested. Definitely, that's definitely a weird one. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of weird stuff. On yeah, there, yes, there is. Yes, that's a good is. place for that. So, so should we? Oh yeah, is everything? Push, I don't think so. Should we no. go, to the, go to the thing? Yeah, so let's go, go let's talk check to us? it out. Be, uh, yeah, I'd love to hearing about us. Let's do, go, 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 go talk to us about <laughs> All right. playing Dungeons and Dragons. Let's check that out. <laughs> this part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now back to our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the DM Screen. I'm Blue Samurai. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. I'm still Paul. And as you know, behind the DM Screen, we do we do D and D stuff basically. And today, our subject is uh, what what do we call it? enhancing tools to your DM experience. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, sure, electronics. Sure, yeah, electronic yeah. stuff. So Tech. technology. So. Yeah. You know, we're from the old school. Um, Steve and I, we uh, we did D and D back in probably the seventies. Um, you two are newer to D and D, but yeah. you're having a lot of fun. Um, started we, it in my forties. You did start in your forties. I started in my seventies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when we did D and D, it was basically just paper, pens, and books. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we kept on doing that till now. <laughs> <laughs> Until just recently. Until yeah, very, <laughs> very recently because uh, we noticed that the younger kids out there are, are doing some other stuff. And so what we're doing uh, right now, this episode is going to talk about a little bit about what's out there available to you to enhance your uh, your campaign. So I think with that, uh, let's go into some of the stuff that is um, maybe you can pay for. I mean, there's some stuff out there. Uh, we haven't there's really dug into that, too. but we're going to go more into the free stuff. I mean, there is... Um, D20, uh, there's, um, there's what, Fantasy... Are you talking Roll20? Yeah, roll, sorry, Roll20. Um, then there's some other, other things, things that you can buy. Yeah. But, we but, we're, yeah. but for those of you who can't afford those stuff, there's other stuff out there that's free. So, for example, we use Google Drive. We do. And I think that's a, a useful tool for your DM experience. In fact, Steve, you're, uh, you're using it right now in your campaign, right? Right this very moment? Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, Actually, as I started, like I've always just been kind of very how I always played. Um, but yeah, with the Google Drive for a campaign, it's really kind of nice. You can drop maps on there. You can drop all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. on there. Our current one has like the calendar of Faerun. Mm -hmm. And I've been writing up uh, every week. I write up just like a one page. Here's what happened last week, which is kind of nice because it yes. captures... All those things that people forgot about, and they're like, "Oh, what did? Who was that guy three months ago?" And it's all on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 more than our previous DM did. I mean, writing oh, that, that recap. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but because you're doing that, what I'm doing is I'm taking notes from my character's perspective. Oh, so, nice. so I'm not I'm not keeping all of this stuff. I'm trying to to make it like. Um, Bruno's first-person story right. of what's going on. Which is campaign. good because you're drunk half the time when you plan. <laughs> Bruno's drunk half the time. And you do horrible <laughs> notes. So I'm really glad yes. the DM is I doing all the notes. I don't care about treasure. <laughs> so I, 
we've been using Google Drive, and I think, again, it's been very helpful. So I think an aspect of it, you can have a, a file, a Word document, base, basically keeping track of I the adventure like Drive a log. I like you calling it that, but... What's that? A Word document. Oh, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you can put in, we also have an Excel spreadsheet in there, just keeping track of the treasure and everything, and that's something that you can do in, the, in your own home and just bring it up that you don't have to pay for a special program yeah. for that yeah. something else you don't have to keep track of when you're drunk and you loot a whole yeah. bunch of things that's right you can just let your dm do it for you or whatever. that's right <laughs> that's right and of course like you said steve put in the maps in there and you can just yeah, bring it up right up on you your phone right? stuff just yeah yeah exactly um and it lets everybody kind of see it it kind of mm -hmm. lets you somewhere to go in our case in the week between sessions you know sort through stuff and go, oh, yeah, this is all. I'm going to reread right. through this and see what was going on here. The, the other thing I'd like to do, because I, I kind of started all this uh, in my adventure um, before, is through email. We started out um, each character. I, I read a little bit about their background, and I kind of sent them, like, a message, if you will, or, or started their story um, on that. So I would sit, for example, I think cool. for, yeah. You did, yeah. did you do that through I did. I did do through that yeah. D&D Beyond. I could have done it through we're email, too. We're not but there yeah. yet. But we're not there yet. <laughs> um, and Any we will be talking about D&D Beyond. Um, so I think that also enhances stuff. So if you're a DM, and, you know, it's it's just so cliche that you all meet in a tavern, right? Now, eventually, we all did meet in <laughs> a tavern. But you can actually get some backstory and flesh out some more, um, more um, I don't know, potential storylines. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and when we started this campaign, I kind of went the same route of, of give me your character backstory. Mm -hmm. And with a bunch of people, I mean, with some people, it was just kind of, here's my thing, and that's fine. Uh, but with a few of the members, there was more of a conversation, and they're like, I'm thinking of doing this, what do you think? And I'd give them some ideas and kind of a back and forth to get something that they like uh, that also would have, like, hooks into this upcoming campaign. Right. Right. One, th one thing I did was, so obviously in any type of campaign, you, your campaign has a, a certain background, what's going on, and the character has a background. And so as a DM, you send off that initial email off to the character um, with, like, their journey towards a starting point. So we haven't even started the campaign. So, um, Rebecca, you want to talk a little bit how that went with your character, maybe? Well, first of all, I wouldn't even have known my Google Drive exists if, we didn't do this with the yeah. DNA. So that was right. pretty cool. Um, no, I liked it because uh, um, there's some little hidden things that you got to kind of pay attention to and look out for as the story goes on. But um, what I really like is things are after D&D Beyond. Let's prepare these times. No. Well, no, we're going to talk about D&D Beyond. Um, and, and all this was through D&D Beyond. Easier. But you could do it through email if you wanted. I find it easier. I just find it easier to remember things. I like mm -hmm. the maps, although I wasn't able to enlarge it to focus. And I mm -hmm. want to see exactly what street I was oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, couldn't yeah. really do that, so I didn't know if that was a problem with me or There's going to be a, a Google Faerun where you can zoom all the way into street level and see people standing there. I wanted to because we were very specific. And all their faces the are blurred. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think that's a mind flare, but his face is blurred. I can't tell. I think it's helpful, and I think it just, for someone like me who mm -hmm. knows very little and didn't play it since I was a little kid, it helps. Um, it helps me catch mm -hmm. up faster, I yeah. guess, access things faster. Um, I think for you, for your scenario, what we did was, so I, I read a little bit about your backstory, which you came from an island, I believe, 
and there was an um, incident with your village, I believe, and you're an ASMR. On, on yours, when uh, you Yeah, were I went, yes, when I was yes. DM. And, of course, I had my backstory. People generally knew there was, like, some war that was happening, and we had to get you to a certain place. So I think the first thing I did is I sent you an email going, hey, you're traveling on this road, uh, and you run into this, this old dude. Um, and then I give you a series like, well, what are you going to do? And it's kind of a back-and-forth role-playing, if you will, but you're using it through basically email. Or in this case, D&D Beyond, which is what we're going to segue to next is D&D Beyond. Wait. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. We can do – D&D Beyond's the, the nice chunk of it. Yes. Or we can do the little Facebook groups We need to talk about whatever. Facebook. Sure. Facebook. Is really yeah. nice, and it doesn't have to be Facebook because mm-hmm. I hate Facebook, and honestly, that's the only thing I use I it for is, mm-hmm. yeah, you do. is this campaign group. But it is really nice to be able to have a place where you can talk about stuff, and you can just talk about crap also. You can post mm-hmm. yeah. funny so pictures or whatever that are relevant to things yeah. that just happened. So there's, there's different kind of you groups can you can have on Facebook. Right. Our, our Facebook group is secret. No one yes. knows it exists. No one's going to see it float, float across mm-hmm. our news feed. Um, you have to be in. That is good. Yeah, right. Yes. That's, 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 about, be, that's about all gotta, I read when I go yeah. on Facebook. And how come you've stopped posting those those little the enemy of the month He's thing? That guy. Oh, I've been busy. I've been busy. So uh, with your secret Facebook group, it's, um, it's like, unless someone is invited to join the group, they won't know it exists. And I think what's great about the secret uh, Facebook group, and I, I, I think if you have a D, if you have a D and D party or you group of friends that you play with all the time, you should definitely do this because I think one thing that's good about it is just like trying to figure out times when we're going to play yeah. or someone's going to yeah. be sick, um, or you know it's maybe Steve will remind us, hey, I just updated pigeon. everything, <laughs> check out everything. I yeah. saw this dirty, hilarious D and D meme. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. Oh look, it's a. Uh, it's Steve's <laughs> character lying on his back, bleeding out. Let's, yes, exactly. Let's that you can group. totally yeah. talk trash. Everybody mock him. By trash, I mean the S word. Take pictures of all the crits. <laughs> you can take pictures of all the crits you roll if you mm-hmm. slip your hops. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, <laughs> it becomes kind of a nice, not just for kind of communication, but to kind of look back through. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, and then Barry had to leave during halfway through that one, so he was able to look at the pictures yeah. and yeah. whatnot. Right. Yeah. So. Former players get to enjoy our, yes. our, 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 our dumb stuff that we <laughs> <laughs> Now let's let's talk a little bit about D&D Beyond because we kind of just went Beyond, into it. Beyond, and Beyond. what's great about D&D Beyond is really it's, it's free. That's right. It's free to a point. It's free to a point. Now, if you're a DM like myself and Steve, you do have to pay a bit so but i'm sorry so we get the compendium and all that stuff because you guys yes. that's right okay. yes. that's the one right. thing i really like about it. i mm-hmm. really chafed initially at having to pay for stuff i already owned and all that but being able to be the one that kind of sucks it up and then share it with you guys made it totally worthwhile it, it saves your back um, too because we're hauling all those books yes well that's this replaces like twenty right. pounds of books now. So, but what, it won't replace your. Computer. Now, what's great about D and D Beyond? It's fr- it's created by Wizards of the Coast, essentially, and no, actually on it, they're uh, the people that mm-hmm. do it are separate, but they're licensed with right. Wizards of the Coast. But it allows you to create characters on it. Also allows you to look up rules, and um, it also allows you to access some of the campaigns they have now. You will have to pay to actually access that. You get the basic core rules free. That is probably it. But 
if you join in, let's say, a campaign, like Steve created a campaign, I created a campaign, and you have players join in, they now have access to the stuff. I bought a bunch of rules, and so did yeah. you. Now, uh, I like to ask the two new people with D&D, what did you guys think about uh, D&D Beyond? I, I, I think I it made it. things a little easier for you, I right? I I bought an iPad. Um, so I keep my character sheet open, which has tabs that sort of for actions and things that I can do. Keep track of your monies. Keep track of my monies. Keep track of my hit points. All your daggers. All, uh, my, my many, many daggers, because I have lots of daggers. Uh, but I also have other tabs mm-hmm. open. Like I've got the the bard tab, because I'm playing a bard. I've got well, the show me how to do the tabs. halfling tab, because I'm playing a halfling. If I forget what I'm doing, because we're at the beginning of this campaign, I've never played a halfling or a bard before, I can, I can refer back yeah. to the player's manual. Um, just by clicking a tab. See, I don't even know yeah. how to do the tabs yet, but it's still it's and still for me. D and D Beyond really doesn't yet have a lot of good DM tools. Yeah, like apparently they're going to at some mm-hmm. point. But just the fact that you can search for monsters, yes. or search for treasure and stuff, and right. I can those are all just hyperlinks essentially. Yeah. So when I, I can, like, make a, a Google Doc with here's this encounter, I can put the hyperlinks for all the monsters in it uh-huh. and just open them into new tabs, and they're all right there rather than, you know, before I, you'd say, yeah, I'd be back here with, like, three monster books. I'll be going, ah, this, yes. there's this one, yeah. and there's mm-hmm. the one on this but page here. But that was entertaining here. for us. It, yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was yes. less entertaining. I like being side. able to see other people's stuff when it's their turn and they're rolling. I could just hit on Paul's character yes. and see. Yeah. The things oh, yeah. you can do. And what's, what's not cool is when your DM is, is kind of a dick. I mean, not Steve, but the previous <laughs> one. Um, they take stuff out of your inventory. <laughs> and what's you great about a DM is you can <laughs> check your character's character sheet to make sure they're not cheating. <laughs> That's also important, too. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's that thing where I, since I didn't play when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I don't really know. How, I mean, I kind of jumped in. And Barry and Donna first just helped me fill out the first character sheet, and I don't know why I was putting these numbers in where or really what they meant. And so I kind of have a little feel for that when I tried to do my second character, but then we started using D&D Beyond, and it just does it for me, which is great, but I'm of two minds because then it's like that thing where you never really learned how to do it, and I'm probably not going to pursue it. And Mm -hmm. one of the drawbacks is um, when you you are new and when you're building your first level character, um, it shows you all of the armor and all of the weapons. Oh, and, yeah. and if right. it, you think, because you're building a first level character, if it lets you add it, that means you can have it. That's not the case. <laughs> yes. That's not the case. That is, that is not, not the case. Right. And, that, and that's what happens. But the to, nice to thing to is, is the DM can go and, and like, look at right. characters yep. and tell you, hey, yep. here's what's something you But the DM can, can also add stuff to the character sheet, yeah. too, if, if they need to. Now, just well, to, I, I but not, added, not I, any DM you'll ever have. I had right. something added to my, my character. It didn't actually do anything, it was kind of uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, there's yeah. also just to talk about the price point. If you're a DM, uh, I, I just I paid fifty four dollars ninety nine cents for a whole year subscription where you get everything, um, and that was at four dollars and fifty cents a month. Basically. Well, there's that's for the DM level right. Subscription, right. which lets you then create campaigns that you can right. share content with. You still have to buy the content. You do have to buy the books, which, which around tends to be twenty-five-ish. Yeah, as the, I sometimes recall. they can be a little pricey. Um, yeah. there, are like, yeah. there are always discount codes. There are always discounts. There are. I've ended mm-hmm. up 
after my first few purchases, I got those all, I found 25% discount codes, yeah. and then I got the full deal with mm -hmm. the 25% discount code, which gets you everything up to that point. Uh, and then now I get 15% off anything, and the discount code that you find for the next thing stacks. So you really, it yeah. starts getting more more practical. Right. So, so basically out there, you know, if you want to enhance your D&D game, you don't need to buy some of the fancy stuff out there. Though it's nice if you, if you do, but if you're kind of playing on a budget, then get those things. Access Google Drive. Just have everyone have – everyone sh you should have a Gmail account. Um, as a DM, you can just put your maps on there. You can start your storylines. You can do your logs in there. Players can keep track of things in there. Uh, use D&D Beyond. The only person that maybe has to pay is – the DM. Maybe you guys can all pull your money. Or you just all chip in or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. you can all chip in. Or well, uh, if you're just building a character and you're just using basic rules, uh, or you get, maybe you want to pay for the, the player's manual, you can you can build a, a decent character right. um, for mm -hmm. very little money. Um, and it, it, it does all the math for you. If you pay for it, can you build more? What is the limit? Six or eight characters? I think it's six characters. Six not paying. Not paying. Right. It's like unlimited if you pay, I think. Yeah. Right. But if you're a regular player, you really don't need more than six. Ooh, I mean, you really don't need more than some two. Some people, but like, like Shelly Mass, nobody will ever need more than six characters. characters right. It is fun to build characters. It's fun to build characters. That's true. <laughs> and of course, as Paul said earlier, make a Facebook uh, group. Yeah. Um, it really to secret get the word like out. Yeah. Secret group. Yeah, secret group. <laughs> don't let your boss know that you're playing <laughs> yeah. D and D. Or your kids, or whatever. Or the public. Oh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, is there anything else to add to this? I don't think so. It's it's great. There's various devices that work well and or don't mm -hmm. work well. I wish I remembered to bring mine yes. tonight. Yes. Um, like a Kindle Fire, not so good. It's a great book. Mm -hmm. It's not a great device for anything else, in my opinion. So. Um, well, what's great about D&D Beyond is I can go ahead and access my character sheet just using my phone, yeah. which I've been yeah. doing. Yeah. That's what I'm meant I to do. I do that with my phone. Mm -hmm. I do that with my iPad. I do that with my laptop. But you still bring mm -hmm. your character sheet, your paper character sheet. I kind of, I kind of brought this for the podcast so I could show. This is the things that I don't use with the cards. Well, it does have a spell cards. The cards. Spell cards are fun. And the character sheet. Yeah. So. Is there more information on the spell cards than there nope. is in the map? No. 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 Nope. No. It's, it's I mean, easy I, to access all of your spells at I, once. I still bring my character sheet with me. I do like to just see in case. I, there's something about. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to flip through tons of books to find no. a certain number. Right. But I like flipping through the books. Yeah. I do as well. I, like I kind of miss that, but my back does not <laughs> miss yeah. bringing 20 mm -hmm. pounds of books to a session at a game store right. at all. So if you have any questions of Maybe us, feel free to email us, Maybe and I will I forward do. it to Steve so he can answer your, your questions exactly. on it at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com, or you can Facebook us at Geeks of Cascadia. Something like that, yeah. We're also on Instagram at Geeks, Geeks of Cascadia and Twitter at surprisingly Geeks of Cascadia. Imagine that. And usually we have our banner with us, but Paul it, ripped it. I ripped yeah. it in a fit of anger. Ah. Anyway, is that is that about it? I think it's D and D yeah. night. D and D night. We should go. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Out of my yes. way, so I can set up. All right. So with that, we'll see you later. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show.
And we're back. You can't put it in there. You're All right. touching three there, aren't you? Yeah, no, he's touching two. two. Touching two? Okay. Yeah, see, I'm that good. Yeah, he's very good at this. Mm -hmm. this, this was, also good? My mustache. Your mustache anyway, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. What's also good is those guys we just talked to. They're yes. very informative and entertaining. They're amazing. Probably my favorite podcast video tube maker guys. Ever? Ever, All yes. Right. <laughs> and while we were watching that segment, mm -hmm. we were also playing Catch the Moon with Doug. It's a good game. It's a fun little game. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It is hectic at sometimes. Yeah, it's um, it's nerve wracking, but um, it's very simple. So you do roll the die. You, you can either um, what put up one ladder or two ladders. It's a ladder stacking game. Uh, yeah, have very much done, so. Have you done a game review of this? Yeah. Not yet. This is kind of on our list. We have a few. Okay. Our list is like twenty games long. <laughs> it's oh. basically what we feel like recording that day. But you, this is this is on the list. Is the plan uh, with the Geeks Tabletop Gang review to do a kind of a final thing? Maybe you take a few, not all I of think them, a few, of the, nah. <laughs> a few of the games, the top games. Maybe we play those. Or maybe, oh, probably, yeah. Maybe we could do something like, or we, by we I mean you, um, <laughs> do something like um, a, a, a quick Christmas games list. Yeah, I feel like good, we could do that. Ooh, gift probably. giving list. All right, it's a good idea. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um. It's my and move. Is oh, it geez. your move? Okay. okay, I'm gonna actually roll it. Ready? And by oh, the way, if you moon. want us to review any of your games that you have out there or interview you as a person, you can contact us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com or Facebook us at geeksofcascadia or Instagram. No. We have Instagram? We do. Twitter. It's hard, it's geeks to, of Cascadia. Yeah. yeah. You bet. Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, we can go to OrcaCon, get your badges. Oh, yeah. OrcaCon.org. Uh, stay tuned. Next episode, hopefully, we will have a game review. Yes. Uh -huh. what, what do we got going up? It's Altaplano from Renegade Game Studios. It's a bag building game similar to Orleans, mm -hmm. where you are. It's a engine building that you're trying to gather resources and sustain yourself, living in the high altitudes up uh, in Chile and South America. Wow, so, great so, game. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and an, alpacas. another great game coming up is uh, is the Apple Cup game where the Huskies will destroy the Cougars. Doubt I'm it. looking forward to that. <laughs> and with that, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Cascadia Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.